You are listening to Bringing Grace to the Nations podcast, where we talk about your theological questions. BGN podcast is produced every Saturday for your enjoyment. Get more information on our website, grace-nation.com. Also, follow us on Twitter at GraceNationMin and on Facebook. Now, here is your host, President of Grace Nation Ministries, Victor. Yo, yo, what is up, guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Bringing Grace to the Nations podcast. I am your host, Victor, and I am so excited to be recording this right now because... I have switched microphones. I am no longer using my Blue Yeti that I have used officially on this podcast for over a year. It has been my main mic. I'll tell you the story here in a second about how I got that microphone. It's very sentimental. It it means a lot to me. I love that microphone. But as, as the podcast is growing and as we're doing some awesome things, it's time to upgrade. It's time, it's time to become studio quality. That's what, that's what we're calling it. It's time to, it's time to be the, that person, that guy. So I'm super excited to be recording this today uh, on my new microphone. If you guys know anything about audio or, or like, like, you know, audio production or anything like that, I have the Shure SM7B. It is the industry standard microphone for podcasting and for radio production. It, just some fun facts about the microphone. This microphone was actually the microphone, not this like exact microphone I'm using to record, but this same microphone type was used by Michael Jackson to record Thriller. You guys should know that song. It's also used by Howard Stern on his, you know, obviously famous uh Sirius XM radio show and all that kind of cool stuff. So it's a very popular microphone. This is the microphone that is used. And I hope you guys can tell a difference. I hope that I hope that you guys can hear it. And this will hopefully make the podcast so much more enjoyable. You'll be able to listen to the podcast on 1.5 speed if that's what you do, because I do that. So if that's what you do, you'll be able to do it and, and enjoy it. Like you'll be able to hear me. So I'm really excited. Um, So I don't know if I've ever talked about the story behind how I started a podcast, but basically like all the way back in high school, I was a freshman in high school and I was a nerd. Like guys, when I tell you I'm still a nerd, but like I was the nerd in fresh in my freshman year of high school, I streamed, I played video games and I streamed them to Twitch uh, and I got popular. Like I'll just, I like, like it grew. I was playing clash of clans and that was like my game. I, I got really good at it. And so I got the blue Yeti. It's a microphone to help me with those streams. I would make YouTube videos and I would do Twitch streaming. And so the blue Yeti was kind of like the microphone that I had gotten that that was over seven years ago. So I've had the blue Yeti for a long time. I had used the blue Yeti. If you go, if you are able to stalk me and find all that content, you can see me using the blue Yeti. It's the microphone I used. And so I started Grace Nation Ministries about three years ago. I had stopped streaming. I was kind of done and it was just kind of sitting in my room. And I just, I just went to the Lord and I was like, I have all this equipment. What, what can I do in ministry? Like what, how can I use this equipment for ministry? And so I ended up starting the podcast a little over a year ago and that was the microphone I used. I never dreamed the podcast would grow the way it did. And so a year later, I have decided to upgrade systems. I'm no longer using a USB input. I'm using an XLR input. It goes into my 
amp that goes into my audio interface that then plugs into my computer. It's a, it's a very complicated setup. And if you know anything about the physics behind it, it's really interesting. I've learned a lot through my research. I actually wanted to get a new microphone a year and a half ago when I started the podcast. I just didn't have the funds. And God has put me in a position now where I felt like it was a strategic, wise move to upgrade to a studio, uh, to an industry standard microphone. Hopefully you guys can tell the difference. So a little story about, you know, the microphones and things like that. I'm also going to be able to produce other things uh, when it comes to audio. I love audio. I love working with audio. So it was just a, it was just a cool investment for me to make. So I hope you guys can tell the difference and I hope you guys appreciate it. And today's podcast is going to be cool. I want to kind of, I kind of want to do a sequel to what we talked about last week. If you hadn't had a chance to go back and listen to the podcast last week, I want to encourage you to go do that because we talk about quiet time and the importance of quiet time. Quiet time is so important uh, and diving into the scriptures is so important on a personal level. And so we talked about what it looks like to do that and what a practical quiet time would look like. So I want to encourage you to go check out that episode. This week's going to kind of be a sequel to that episode. Um, I'm actually, I'm trying to cut out ums, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to do my best. I need to be professional. We're big time now. Can't be dropping ums. All right. So today we're going to be looking at other practical things that can help you spiritually. I have incorporated some, so I would, I would just say structure into my life over the past two months that I want to, I want to share with you guys. I talked about it a little bit last week and I told you guys we'd be doing a podcast on it. And what I mean by structure is I've just been, I've just lived a more structured life. I have put boundaries around me. I've put structure and I'll explain what that means uh, here in a little bit in my life to help me uh, in my spiritual life. And it's been amazing to see the results just over two months. I have put these physical boundaries around and it has it has propelled me into a healthier relationship with God. And I'm not I want to preface this by saying, you know, you could put all the structure in your life you want and you might your heart behind it might be wrong and your your, your relationship with God can struggle in that way. I'm not saying that these physical structures or disciplines kind of fix your relationship with God. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm trying to imply. I am saying that implementing structure into implementing discipline can help propel you to a healthier Christian life. And that's what I want to talk about today. And I want to give you my experience. I want to talk about what the Bible says about it. And we'll just kind of be diving into that. So Christians quiet time. That's something that we do physically. Like we actually sit down and we read, we read the Bible, we journal, we listen to, we listen to worship songs, you know, however you do it, that is something that we do physically and it propels us spiritually. And so I want to suggest to you that there are other things physically that we can do that will help propel us spiritually. Now, obviously diving into God's word, nothing is going to trump that. Like God's word is our ultimate authority here on earth, right? So nothing's going to trump that. But these are also things that we can do to help propel us spiritually. And I want to suggest to you that it's not just a spiritual propelling, being propelled spiritually. I want to suggest to you that implementing a structure into your life, implementing this discipline into your life will not only help you spiritually, but it will help you mentally and emotionally. And I think being healthy mentally and being healthy emotionally leads to being propelled spiritually. So I think all these things work together. And so I want to share a little bit of my experiences. So 
in the Bible, there's no there's no real verse that I can go to that w- that says like implement this structure in your life and turn your phone off by this time and don't watch TV past this hour and like the Bible doesn't talk about that right like it's it's written to a culture that didn't have phones and didn't have TVs like it's it doesn't give us that. However, the idea of self discipline and the idea of physical structure is portrayed to us in Scripture. Let me go to the Bible. I. I exited out of my Bible app. Oh, wait. No, I didn't. Okay, sorry. I had all the verses that I wanted to touch on pulled up, and I just have to find them. Okay, so let's look at Titus 1.8, right? Titus 1.8 says, Rather, he must be hospitable, one who loves what is good, one who is self-controlled, upright, holy, and disciplined. Now, Titus 1.8, if you know anything about it, we're talking about elders, we're talking about things like that, but it's talking about, like, for us to be leaders, we need to be self-controlled, self-disciplined, right? The idea is again talked about in 2 Timothy 1, for the spirit of God does not give us uh, does not make us timid, right? So the spirit of God does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. This idea of self-discipline is seen and portrayed to us in scripture through the Bible narrative. And so what I've done recently these are just these are just things that I've done recently in my life that have made a major difference. So if, so first off, if if you don't have like a notepad or a journal, get one. All right, and write it out. So I will open my my personal um, structure. Okay, now I'm not going to read you all of it, but I'll read you some of it that you know I can put out on the internet. So I have a box in my room. Okay. And this box is what I call the phone box. This is the phone box. Okay. The phone box serves a couple of purposes. One of the purposes is, is my phone goes in the phone box after nine 30. If I am in my room at nine 30 at night, my phone goes in the phone box. Why? Because I don't want to be sitting in bed scrolling through Facebook or Instagram or texting or FaceTiming that late at night and get distracted from what I should be doing. And that's reading right? So my phone goes in the shoebox after 930 and it doesn't come out of the shoebox until the morning. Okay. And I'll talk about some other things because it would be easy to go pick it up out of the shoebox, but I'll talk about some other barriers that we could have there. The other thing is it kind of goes along with it. I'm not on my phone past 930. Now there, there are a few exceptions because I work at Starbucks and we don't get off until 1030 at night. So if I'm at work or I'm not in my room, I can still have my phone on me and I can still use it. But right when I walk in my door, boom, it goes in the phone box. This month specifically, I've been listening to more Christian music and more uplifting music. Now, I, if you guys know anything about me, I am not, I'm not one to say, oh, you can't listen to Kanye West or you can't listen to Chance the Rapper. Like if you do that, you're not a Christian. I love Kanye West. I love Chance the Rapper. I love a lot of that music. However, during this kind of restructuring time in my life, I want to only be pumping in like uplifting things. Like I want to, it's almost like fasting, right? Like I'm giving up something so that I can be more in tune with what God has for me. That's what I'm doing right now. So this isn't going to be forever. This Christian music thing's not going to be forever. Um, I'm just going, uh, this is really just till the end of the month that I uh, implemented that. Um, The other thing is my social medias. So even during the day when I'm allowed to be on my phone, I don't go on social medias, on my phone. In fact, the apps are gone, right? However, I I can still go on Facebook and things like that during the day, but I get 15 minutes of time. So 15 minutes on Facebook, 15 minutes on Snapchat, 15 minutes on these apps, 
Uh, and, and I'll talk about how, how I'm kept accountable with that because I, obviously I don't track the time that I'm on the app. So my phone actually does it for me. I have begun waking up every morning at seven in the morning. Every morning I try and wake up at seven. I can't tell you I've been perfect. I can't tell you I haven't slept until eight 30. I have. However, setting this down, waking up at seven in the morning gives me plenty of time to, to get up and do my Bible study, to get up, read the, read the Bible, study the word journal. And that has been amazing. I hate waking up. I am not a morning person. I'm not someone who enjoys getting up or going to bed early for, for that matter. However, I have seen in this season of my life that it's been very fruitful, but that means I'm going to bed at like 1030, right? So I'm in bed 1030, 11 o'clock. My lights are off. Like I'm trying to go to sleep and it's good because my phone's already up. I don't have anything to keep me up in bed. So I'm reading, I'll turn my lights off at 1030 and I'll go to bed. So that helps me obviously wake up early. I, um, yeah, so that's, that's kind of, that's kind of what I, that's kind of just a little bit of the stuff that I've implemented. I actually read the whole thing. Um, but those are just a few of the things that like physically I've changed about the way I live my life and it has resulted in propelling me spiritually. Like I'll tell you spending less time on social media gives you more time to pray. And it sounds silly. It really does. But I'm gonna tell you, you spend hours and hours and hours and hours on social media. And it is a waste of time. It really is. So social media is a great tool, especially for producers like myself. It's a great tool for ministries. It's, it's a great tool for churches. It's amazing. However, it, it consumes us. And I'll just be honest. I kind of fell in that area. Like I spent much too much time on, on social media. I've been on Instagram and on Facebook. I spent hours on YouTube or all these apps. Like I would just spend so much time on them. And so I just got rid of them. I just got rid of them. And I'm going to tell you, it sounds crazy. It sounds like you don't want to do it. It is something that you should do. 100%. At least try it for like a week. It will transform how you live your life. So if you don't have a, an iOS device, an Apple device, then I don't know what to tell you. However, on iOS 12, there's this new, there's this new handy, handy little, uh, I don't know what you would call it. It's a handy little settings adjustment that you can have called screen time. Now screen time is one of the best things that has ever happened to Christians from the secular. I don't know how to word it. It's, it's a great thing. It's a great tool that has been, that has been given to us by Apple on iOS devices. So screen time is unique in the fact that it literally tracks everything you do. Like it tracks it. So I'm going to actually pull up my screen time. So today I have spent roughly roughly 30 minutes on my phone, 20 minutes of that has been texting and like 10 minutes of that has been music. Okay. And so what screen time does is it not only tracks what you do on your phone and not only tracks like the website, like everything that you do, all the apps that you open, all the videos that you watch, it doesn't only track all that stuff, but you can have an accountability partner set up a passcode to restrict the amount of time that you spend in each individual app and it's amazing. So my mentor uh, went into my phone, and so he said it. So I have 15 minutes on social media, and when 15 minutes, when I when I hit 15 minutes on social media, my phone will lock on those apps. It'll say, "Sorry, your time is up," and then I'm done until the next day. 
Like I can't go onto those apps until the next day. And then also you can have this thing called downtime. Now downtime is amazing. It basically disables everything on your phone except for calling and texting. And so, like I said, at 9.30, my phone goes into downtime, which means I can't do anything on my phone except call and text. And I have a few other things, like I can check my emails and stuff like that. But I'm basically limited to calling and texting. All my social media shut off. I can't get onto anything. I, I, it's locked, okay? And this has kept me so accountable. And I can't, I can't get through it. My mentor has the code. I can't get onto the internet at past 9.30. I can't, I just can't. It's just locked. And so that has been a that has been an amazing tool that Apple has just recently put out that has really transformed the way that I live my life. It keeps me so accountable. And I'm gonna tell you, these past few weeks have been have probably been some of the most spiritually healthy weeks that I have had in my entire life. Like my entire life. I've been more spiritually healthy in these past few weeks. It has been amazing. So it's called screen time. If you don't have iOS 12, I would highly encourage you to go ahead and upgrade to iOS 12. And if you have, if you have a, a, a Google device or an Android device, I'm not too sure if they have anything that's similar to what screen time is on iOS. I'm, I'm really not that sure. However, I would I would recommend looking into even like a like a parent app on on the Android store. I'm sure they have them and it will probably function similar to the way that the screen time works on iOS, but I would really encourage you to maybe you're totally hesitant and like this is not something that you want to do. Do it for like a week. Do it for a week because I'm going to guarantee you this might not be something that you want to do, but this is something that you should do. And these little things that I've done in my physical life have not only made me a more emotionally and emotionally and a mentally healthy person, it has made me grow spiritually like I've never seen before. I'm able to read my books at night. I'm able to wake up in the morning and dive into scripture. It encourages me when I'm in the car not to be looking at my phone, right? That's safety, right? Hashtag safety. Don't die right? I can't look at my phone when I'm driving. It locks. How awesome, right? So I just want to encourage you to check this out. It's called screen time. Seriously, check it out. It's been amazing there. Like in the Bible, I'm going to pull up some more. I'm going to pull up my Bible verses here. So like we see the idea of discipline a lot. And now obviously a lot of the times contextually, the word discipline is speaking more of like a correction uh, from like a, a higher power to a lower power, like a correction, like God correcting our behavior or a father correcting his child's behavior. But this is self-discipline and we are called to self-discipline, right? We see it in Titus. We are called to self-discipline. Um, yeah. Proverbs talks about, do not despise the Lord, but be disciplined. Do not resent rebuke because the Lord disciplines those who he loves the Lord disciplines those who he loves. And so taking taking that discipline from the Lord and carrying it out into our physical life, how we structure our life is not only a sign of extreme maturity, but it's a sign and a, and a submission to God saying, God, I want to grow spiritually, take my life and structure it so that it is the most optimally structured to pursue you. I don't know if I worded that right, but for us to, for us to really care about our growth as Christians, 
right? If we really want to get closer to God, we have to be willing to change the way our physical life looks so we can grow closer to God. So that's my little spiel. That's my that's my two cents on that. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I would I highly encourage you guys to check it out. That's my challenge to you guys this week is to check out those mediums. It is it's great. And I'm gonna tell you, like if you take this seriously and you prayerfully pursue the Lord in this, I can I, I, I will guarantee you that the Lord will use it. I'm certain. I did a podcast a while ago on planning, right? And being structured planning wise. Like just these little things, these little things that really don't make that much of a difference in our daily life. When you really think about it, can be seriously used by the Lord to transform our hearts and then the hearts of people that we come into contact with. So guys, I hope you guys have a fantastic week. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I am hopefully going to be doing an episode on heresy next week. That's my plan. I'm really excited for it. And I, I, I'm not going to be able to interview a heretic, unfortunately, but I'm going to talk about heresy. So you guys should definitely tune in to that episode when it comes out next Saturday. I might post little short mini snippet sermons during the week just because I really like this microphone and I want to use it more. But we'll see. I don't know if I'll have time for that, but make sure you just stay tuned. You can check us out on Spotify. Our podcast is on Spotify, guys. You can listen to it on Spotify. Like how awesome is that? So check us out there. The podcast app, grace-nation.com, our website. It's a fantastic place to go. We have Bible studies that are posted by Bailey Webb. She's an amazing writer. She she really is awesome. And she's been writing devotions. So you can check those out. They're, they're usually once or twice a week. You can check out our email. Email me, gracenationministries at yahoo.com. Email me. Send me, send me a, uh, an email asking questions. I'm going to try and do a Q&A here in the next few weeks. So send me your theological questions, your practical questions, anything you want. Just don't ask for dating advice because I suck at that, obviously, for, for reasons unnamed. But yeah. So guys, you are beautiful and you are one of a kind. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will see you next week. Until next time, take care and God bless. And that's the show. Thanks for listening. The BGN Podcast comes out every week. Questions? Email us at gracenationministries at yahoo.com or tweet us at gracenationmin. Until next time, take care and God bless.